I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Calgary Flames have played the Chicago Blackhawks three times this season. Chicago Blackhawks entered tonight in last place in the NHL, leading the Conor Bedard sweepstakes, and the Calgary Flames finished their season series with the Chicago Blackhawks. Without a single victory, one of a possible six points. And Rhett, it may feel like that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I feel like it absolutely. I had a guaranteed win earlier today. Yeah, when, was, the uh, moment you said that, I was, I was dialed in on the win. We we're going to get up by four early. Yeah, pull Markstrom be up early. Through the next 40 minutes, kind of a nice warm up for tomorrow night, right? You know what the shittiest thing about it is? I don't even think they were looking past Chicago. No. I think they were just horseshit and tired and couldn't get any energy. Like, it was a tough watch. Oh, yeah. And uh, welcome to Afterburner, Ryan Pinder and Rhett Warner. We're, we're sparing Boomer this one. I, I don't, if he had to do this one, he might be looking for a high bridge and going there instead of doing this. My goodness. That is an incredibly crippling loss for the Calgary Flames. Wow. They still have four left. No. They are two back, mm-hmm. but Winnipeg has five left. They own a tie break. Nashville won tonight. It is a very, very tough look for a club that needed a win badly to make tomorrow worth a ton. Stop. It's tough. If you can't get more than one point against a 32nd place team, you this is what you deserve. Yeah, enjoy and, your effing big vacation. Yeah, that's way to go. The reason that this game scares me is because this is the type of loss that's that's shown it, it's reared its head all season for yeah, the Cowboys. Yeah, but they thought because they'd come back and won those two over the weekend that maybe mm-hmm. they'd figured their shit out, but no, apparently not. Well, and, and even the two ones in the weekend, it's like, did you get good ke- goaltending? Did it look like Markstrom was in great form, or did it look like a guy that was overworked and tired, and yet they still go back to him? It was bagged. Richie was horse shit tonight. Kadri was brutal. Maybe his worst get game rid of him. Now, if that's what you get out of your big offseason signing, that's your what you get in the big games. Done. Yeah, and look, it's I think it was a couple of weeks ago. We Dean and I didn't have to burn it. Was like, yeah, that's the worst Nazem Kadri game. It's got competition with tonight. That might be the worst one. It comes at a horrible time, and I can't pretend to be between people's ears. And when sometimes a guy's trying too hard, but it just looked like how could you be so lackadaisical in this spot? Both the second goal, which ties the game for the Hawks, and the third goal, which gives them their second lead of the night, are lazy, low-effort plays from Kadri. Chicken shit. That one in the corner and this, uh, the first goal he gave up was, ah, that is, I've seen my, I got a kid's hockey. I've seen braver kids in the 10-year-old hockey. Uh, That's tough. scared. Yeah. And not caring. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to guess on caring, but it's a horrible, horrible uh, game for him. And it's a bad time for one. I, I think they all would like to win. What we didn't see is enough guys willing their way to a win. You know what you did? They got see? lots of shots, but like even when they're down in the third rat, how many great A's did they create? Like not very many. And they, and before they even started to get any shots, they gave up two goals. Mm-hmm. And I'm so sick <sighs> of watching the defenseman on a two-on-one. First of all, don't give up the two-on-one. Yes. I'm guarantee you. Every time there's a two-on-one and the puck goes across in front of the D and then back, it goes in the net. Every time. How do you – do you ever practice a two-on-one ever? Not the right way if that's what they're doing. You got a fucking D-man watching the puck go zip, zip. Oh, geez. I wonder what I'm supposed to do here. So I think it's the the third goal where Zadorov is – there's only one guy for him to cover. And instead of staying with him for that pass back, he almost pivots to look to the high slot. He's like, dude, you got a man. The take pass man. already beat you over there. You're not going to get over there to get it. So take Stick the guy that guy. you confronted. Yeah. It, the, the breakdowns and the, the the weirdly uninspired effort is just way too trademark ugly loss for the Flames and this they'll year. Blame. There's, there's six to ten of these things on the on the schedule. I'll walk through it with it's you. It's not shitty it's, team, shitty effort, mad goaltending, lots of peripheral shots, and when it mattered, you made a mediocre group of players in last place in the league and a franchise trying to lose look good. It might have cost him Bedard. It might have cost him Bedard. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, the other thing, slow. They'll say, yeah. oh, we're tired and good. No, you're slow. Well, we talked about it coming out of that game Sunday night. We said, look, you're, this is the first of three and four. You got a huge game in Winnipeg on Wednesday. We had the conversation. You've got a full roster now. There's not a 23-man limit. You could have put a Coronado or a Pelche or a Rizicka. It in had there to be Pelche, not some- Coronado. Rizicka hasn't played, but Pelche's deserved to be in the lineup, and yeah. they've absolutely ignored him. Dan Vladar. You talked about it on Sunday. I'm just saying there's a lot of ways to inject energy into a team when they're tired. They didn't use any of them. None of them. They rolled the exact same line. And then again, you you see the Lucic, Lewis. And I said to you in the room, I said, I I feel bad bringing it up because it's not Lewis's fault and it's not Lucic's fault. The coach with the season on the line, 10 games, 10 minutes left in the third. He's just rolling lines. Let's roll up. What are you talking about, Daryl? Yeah. And and he, another thing, okay, so Daryl has a philosophy and a way of doing things, and you don't have to agree with it. You have to understand that it's had a lot of success over time, and whether it still works is very much up for debate. But there's a lot of things that Daryl did that I don't think Daryl would normally do. If, if you So this is my response to that is Daryl can do those things if you got the guns to do it. If you have the lineup to do it, you can't coach a certain group of players the same way you coached another group of players. Mm-hmm. They're different. Yeah. I think when I watch this team in these spots, like the three losses to Chicago, three fucking losses to Chicago, Jesus. You know, the loss to Anaheim, the loss to Arizona, the loss to Philly, the loss to Columbus, and they by the skin of their teeth in overtime in Columbus, the other game. Like, it is stunning to me how a team coached by Daryl Sutter can have so many defensive miscues and bad, like brain fart plays that it's it's self-inflicted wounds tonight, Red. <laughs> it is. It's not and like we- wow, the Hawks were good. It was like 
Kadri, horrible play at the blue line, bad turnover behind the net. Play a two-on-one better. Kadri again, how do you get stripped not trying there? Markstrom, we need a save from you at some point. Like, these are all self-inflicted wounds. It wasn't like Patty Kane was out there going end-to-end. End. Well, I'm sorry, they, that's not these Blackhawks. And, and what we've tried to do, or I've made a conscious, okay, we got seven games left, let's go. We're going to start winning the yeah. game. It's, we've got it on the line. All you got to do is play seven good ones. And I don't know, they've won some. I don't know how many good ones they've played. Right? Yeah. No, Anaheim was not good. Vancouver showed some moxie, but it was too loose and you didn't get great goaltending. You right? Like you're, goals, you shift applaud after goals. Them for I like the LA win a lot, but your goalie might have been his best game of the year. Not a lot of those candidates. I'm Minnesota in that. It, it, dysfunctional. I'm back to okay. dysfunctional. Yeah. That's what we yeah. talked about weeks ago, and that's what this is. Okay. So here we are on Afterburner. We're live on YouTube. I believe uh, Twitter, Facebook as well. We'll start throwing some comments out there. Uh, there, Look at that. We just had Rhett for coach. Uh, Rhett, <laughs> I, I know that you would like a coaching opportunity. I don't know that you go right to head coach of the Flames, but hey, you, you've got some good content. I don't. I, I, can, uh, how about just to have a coach that'll listen to somebody's advice or take it into consideration? I feel like that's been a big issue in Daryl's entire career that he does not collaborate well. It's it's my Stable way. Stable Cadre's ass to the bench. Okay, so this is this was a comment that was in there about uh, three four minutes ago. Uh, the the comment from the viewer, if if Princey finds it, will throw up was, if a a rookie or a young player made the mistakes Cadre made tonight he would be stapled to the bench. And heck, you might even just say, go shower. You might as well take your shit off. Like you yeah, can go watch no in sense. the raft. Yeah, we don't want you taking any of the water. Get and, out of here. And this is what I mean when I said earlier that Sutter did some things that even Sutter wouldn't do. Like, I was stunned. Okay, so first off, he makes the horrible mistake on the on the second goal. So Chicago leads 2-1. Uh, or, or excuse me, ties the game at 2-2. The reaction to that from fans is staple them, get rid of them. And I'm like, I get that. That's vindictive. But you're in a spot where you need to win a game Caudry can help you win that game, but you need to see him reinvest. So I get him getting another chance, yeah. but then when he makes another mistake, now I don't get it. Now, now I, you yeah. need to say he doesn't have it tonight. He's been given a stern warning and he still is, is one of your worst players. Tonight. And it sends a shitty message to the rest of the team. They're watching going, uh, he's supposed to be our, one of our heart and soul guys, kind of one of our leaders. And he's shitting the bed out there and he's going to keep playing him. Oh, Defoley had just tied the game and it goes to 2 1 Chicago because of that. Flames then tie it up again and it's another Kadri uh, soft play in the neutral zone. I just think, like, Jacob Pelche, we have not seen, I think, more than once since a turnover in an 8 2 game. And I think it was on like the sixth or seventh goal. <laughs> it was inconsequential. They were already getting their asses kicked and they were done. For some reason, he hasn't had a chance. Never mind all the ozone, Nick Ritchie penalties and the, like, I get there's some tools there. Why would you punish one guy so sternly for a something in a lost game? And then when one of the guys who behind the scenes, we've heard there's friction. Elliot Friedman has alluded to, you know, major interactions between Caudry and the head coach. When he, in your biggest game of the year, a must win beyond must win, has his worst game of the year and makes huge, glaring, mental mistakes. You keep rolling them out. Huge glaring mental mistakes and soft, soft, yes, right? Soft. Those weren't plays where There's your, you're trying to do something and to make something happen. You played chick. That was chicken shit is what it was. And that's all it was. And you can't give me another answer for it. I've watched enough hockey. I know when I see a chicken shit play, that was what it was. 
And that's exactly what he's not supposed to be. Let's he's supposed see. to be a gamer. I'm going to go through the wall for you. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not going through the wall for you. Yeah, it's not, not, not close to it tonight at all. It's been a tough stretch for him. And we, again, one of your better players the first two, three weeks of the season. That was a long ass time ago. It's been a tough season. But that's just it. Right? I mean, it's not. This, this is when he has to elevate. This season is not downhill because Kadri had a shitty game tonight and no, the Flames didn't. It's a bigger body. Work. It's a bigger body work. Kadri, again, I said the seven games. Okay, we only got to play good for seven games and mm-hmm. we're going to get in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And we can look back and go, well, we won a couple. Maybe the LGA game was good. Yep. But, the, you know, the, the last three have been, you know, they battled and got a couple wins. I haven't noticed Kadri take control of situations. What you've Thomas. noticed is a guy that's hanging on to the puck too long and circling the zone and putting himself into tough spots because he's run out of ideas. I, 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 I thought that there was a better player there. And I understand when you go into free agency, the back end of the contract's not going to be good. Yeah, not the first. It, the front end should be good. And, and it's another one of these July 1, how do you find yourself here? Because Troy Brower was brought in to be a cultural leader and always oh, like he's a winner, he's a heart and soul. They bought him out halfway into that four year deal. James Neal came in and, like, here's a guy that's won. And it's these continual mistakes on 30 plus year old free agents. And that's not to say we didn't like the idea of signing Caudry this summer, but we have to expect a, a higher expectation for an organization. This has been an awful year. Awful 32nd place team, one point. One. Let's uh, see some more comments coming in. We got uh, Princey throwing the comments in. Kadri had two assists for Chicago tonight. He did. We That's did. There was a, there was a joke in the room at some point talking about does he get an assist for that? Well, if he gets one for that, he needs another for the other one. Yeah, I wonder two. if he got. They lost by one. They, but again, they still as Kadri aside, they still didn't deserve to win. Here's another one. Ian Ferguson chiming in. What are the changes that need to happen in this offseason? How do you even fix the problems here? We talked about this a long time ago because I never expected them to climb out of this and be in a situation. We like talked that. about it for months. Yes. because And, and the thing is, part of the reason the Flames even had this opportunity was that Winnipeg stumbled and screwed up for probably pretty much two months. Yep. They've been terrible. So they've allowed the Flames to flounder and find their way still in a position where they could make the playoffs. So now you revert back to, I I mean, I'm throwing in the towel. Maybe it's premature and I'm all over the, but watching that effort, just it brings back all the memories that we had all year. Yeah. So anyway, to answer that question, my answer to that question is you need to have a plan that's further than a year out. Think bigger picture, bigger picture, because for 30 years, and I said this in over the winter, mm-hmm. I said, we've had one playoff run in 30 years, and it's because you fluked your way into Kiprasov. Mm-hmm. That's not a plan. Nope. We need someone with foresight and to put together a plan. And I get that Treliving's let he kind of got his legs swiped out from under him, losing Kachuk and Gaudreau and all the shit that happened, mm-hmm. the injuries to Monaghan. Yep. Uh, uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're still the one steering the ship. And what's happened this year is your responsibility. You signed a bunch of old guys. It's a trend that has happened over and over again. And it's, I I don't know how many teams I'll, again, I revert to months ago. I said it, 
you don't build a team by going and getting a bunch of 30 old 30 year plus players and you, signing them to big deals. You finish off a team that's close. And I think that's what they thought they were, but it appears they're not. And, yeah. and look, they, they got shitty goaltending on the whole this season. Special teams were not great. You can squint, but, but these guys haven't helped. They've hurt when you consider the cap. It's not like what's around them isn't enough. It's that, they have been a shadow of what they were last year. They aren't new NHL. They don't have a bunch of speed. They yeah. don't make a bunch of skill plays. Yeah. And and they're not fast enough to even play Daryl Sutter style where it's ground and pound and dump it in and grind another team and crash the net. It's just a collection of players. Here's another one. Uh, just think, if the Flames had a players with a quarter of the passion Rhett does for Afterburner podcast, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Right. Well, that's the ones that you're not, you know, like passed out in the couch in Buffalo at 1 a.m. Or you're in the basement because the kids are sleeping. It is easier here. Lots of passion tough. today, though. Given it, that. And it is easy to say you guys are no good. Yeah, it's, it it's is harder to sit in that room and put your skates on and pull your pants up and try to garner the energy to go out and play in the NHL. It's not an easy thing, but these guys are supposed to be veteran guys that have done it before. This is not supposed to be something new. You, they have completely underachieved, yep. and I don't... Maybe by the biggest margin in the NHL. I don't know that there's a yeah. bigger underachievement. Florida wins and gets into a playoff spot tonight. That would be company, but they're in now. Like As of today, they're a team that is in a playoff spot. They're not, not an X. They're not clinched but you would switch spots in a heartbeat with them. hundred percent. And yeah. all you had to do, all you had to do tonight was beat the 32nd place team. Yeah. A team that sold at the deadline and a team that organizationally is actively trying to lose. With the GM that's that probably are. pissed off. They won. I mean, I don't know yeah. how many points. It's not much. I'll, but, I'll pull it up right now. The Chicago Blackhawks with that win move into a tie for second or, or tied for last with two other teams. Yeah, so They're now in a three-way tie for last. They Game wish they lost. Same, same, but you've now got Columbus and Anaheim closer to Connor Bedard than they were before tonight. Uh, here's an interesting one. And we've quarreled with this a bit and maybe, um, well, I'll just, I'll read it. Does having a captain make a difference during a stretch like this? Does this feel like not having a captain's hurting this team? It Yes, but you have to have a captain. Mm -hmm. Who is it? I so I'll throw, this is the perfect I'll example of where the captain, okay, so a guy me, that is a captain should have answered the bell and led this team. You don't need the C. Yeah, to make a statement in tonight's game. So Tanev, yes or no? Yes, but I I don't know him personally. I think he's too quiet from what I... He would be a quiet garner. captain, a lead which by example. Which is fine, yeah. which is fine. My only knock on Tanev would be, can he be impactful enough? To, you know what I mean? Like tonight, he's not on the ice with five minutes, like, right? Or like if he is, he's defending. He's not sitting up. Yeah, offense, so. right. So I think it's a tough spot to have him be that guy. I wouldn't be against it because I believe in his work ethic, yeah. his desire and his heart, which is clearly needed more yeah. of on this squad. Yeah. But the captain should clearly establish himself as the captain. Yeah. I don't think anyone needed Mark Messier. Yeah. So, sure. you know, I don't think he needed the C. Jonathan Taves at the right? other end of the like, rink. Yeah. No, you get it for sure. Patrice Bergeron when Chara was a gone. Captain's Chara a captain, him. whether he's wearing the letter or not. And I think you make a good point there. And I think there's also some other layers. The, the point being, if you can make an okay case for five guys to be the captain, you don't, you have, don't a have a captain. Or you're a Hall of Fame team. And this is not a Hall <laughs> of Fame team. 
you know, we're not watching the, 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 uh, the Red Wings with, you know, the five-man Russian unit and Iserman and all. No, this isn't, this isn't a team chock full of Hall of Famers that it, we're just waiting to see them, their, you know, their faces go up in downtown Toronto at the Hall of Fame. That ain't it. And, and the other thing is, like, I, I think Daryl almost might like it this way in a sense. Not that, you know, if even if there's a guy that's fringy and you knew that if you gave him it, it could inspire him. He's such a power animal. I almost wonder if he likes it not being a captain because it seems to give him more. I'm the identity of his team. That may be stretching it. I think, I don't know. I I think if a guy clearly is the captain, although Dustin Brown was the captain and they didn't get along. So I was going, my point, because I was going to say, I think Daryl likes to rely on his captain, Mm. but his last stretch in LA, I don't think that was the case. That's fair. But I do believe Daryl would like a team that just, takes matters into their own hands. Yeah. And so a captain, maybe a guy that's named captain will do that. Uh, again, I think a captain proves himself. Yeah. And a game like there's no undeniable captain. Perfect yeah. example. Of I, I'd agree. Didn't. I, and, and look, if the people making the case for Cadre a month into the season, it was like, well, wow, it's been a good month. You just want a cup. Nothing you've seen from the last three months says anything captain from, no. what, from him. I'm sorry. It's tough. Um, Okay, and then one of the other things we, we talked about is like, okay, the, the refusal to commit to a long-term plan. It's easy to say, well, it's a GM's job description, and it is, but I don't know this GM has the option, not this GM, any GM in Calgary with this organization since Murray Edwards has been the majority owner has been given the ability or the option to rebuild. Now, maybe the owner who's a very smart human is recognizing that this isn't working. And it's like, okay, if we have a rink on this date in 2026 or seven or five or whatever the heck it is, you want to have a competitive team by that. Maybe that would change a philosophy, but you know, as well as anyone else, the plan is we make the playoffs this year. There's never any plan beyond that. It's not like, Hey, you know, this is a great time to sell high on an asset that could really help us. You know, like the Geo thing. We all were like, why are people thinking we're on crazy pills for saying you're going to lose Geo in the expansion draft? You're not making the playoffs. Trade him for something. They didn't do it. And and I don't lay that at the GM's feet because I don't even know if he was allowed to do it in a sense. Well, you know what they I mean? weren't allowed to move Iggy before. So. Right? And there, there's another one. It was clear that, again, at that point of his career with the group around him was not going to win here. And he had a 42 goal season right a year or two before they actually moved him. It was the perfect time to move him for a haul. And instead, you got some mad prospects from college and a late first round pick so, that turned into nothing. You uh, traded again, you got nothing. And I agree with what you're saying because I th- I've said they need to have a plan. I think that what the ownership needs to realize is that you, I think the ownership believes that they're doing right by the community. We're giving you all the money. We're going to be competitive. We want you people to be able to watch playoff hockey every year. And we feel like we're giving you that opportunity. I think what the fans want is to see a team come together and year after year have a chance to have real success. Give us some deep playoffs. Don't give us a a nice run where stage and scores against Vancouver. and You get in the second round and get your ass kicked by Anaheim. Give us a team that's been built and, and has a, a single goal in mind and is working together f- towards that for multiple years. You have some of the pieces probably here in place. Yeah. And that's why I said when you brought in 
Kadri and Huberto and we don't sign these guys to these long-term deals. Make sure it works. Make sure they yeah. fit in because if you hadn't signed them all, Kadri wouldn't be here. But yeah, the other two, you could have moved those guys for pieces. Now I think Uyghur has come from where I was pretty down on him for months into the year. I think he's played great. He's been one of their he's been best as advertised. Yes, he's year. been one of their best defense for yeah. the last month or two. So. That's fine, but you committed to these guys not knowing if they would fit in. Older veteran guys, that's not a plan, that's a yeah. reaction. It was a reaction, too. It was an off season where it felt like you know this community and this organization got hit by a bus because they thought they had a deal done with Johnny, and then there was no Johnny. And Matthew Kachuk said, Well, you no, know Johnny, what? I'll take, no I'll take the option. Like, honestly, I'm good. Like, I waited so long to play with that guy, I put up 100 points, and he's gone now. Ah. Uh, Let's see if you can get something for me. I'll do you a favor and tell you I'm not going to re-up here right now. But now and, you're and stuck so, with a mess. Sorry. And it's a mess. So just to recap where this GM has, has been at and where they get in in 2014-15, they miss in 2015-16. They get in in 16-17, they miss in 17-18. They lose in round one as a one seed in the West of Colorado in the 2019 playoffs. The next year they're in the bubble. They win the play-in round, which isn't really a round, and then they lose in round one. Then they miss. Then they're in. Then they're going to miss this year, it seems. When you think they're you're close to being like, we're this close to a contender, but every other year essentially you've missed, uh, you can see how you got here. You can see how you got here. Absolutely. And you've had huge seasons where you're first place, and you're like, wow, we're really close. Now, and again, this year was weird, but that's why you had to have some patience to what you were trying to do. Mm -hmm. Shit blew up on you. Mm -hmm. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Great job with the trade. Unbelievable job with the trade. Got a great return for yeah. a guy that wanted to leave. Yeah. Press pause. Yeah. Let's and have a deep breath here. Let's see how this works. What, what do we yeah. have? Yeah. What, are we, what are we working with here? You trade away Monaghan, give away a first so that you can bring in Kadri, older guy. I mean, I guess if it works, but I, I just don't think that's a plan. It's a reaction. Yeah, and I if, agree. And if you don't value your first round picks in high picks, then you're mismanaging. And the, the I will Mon give him credit. The Monahan thing yeah. can be excused if you had treated Geo. Yeah. If you had traded Geo for a your first pick round way. pick. Yeah. Now, I will say this. So the way that it's framed is that that first will go to Montreal. The Flames hold two firsts that year. They have their own in Florida. So that came back in the Kachuk day. It wasn't just Uyghur and Huberto. It's also first-round pick. Now, there's little bands in there. There's a thousand conditions. But essentially, if there's a top 10 pick and a pick in the teens, Montreal's getting the one in the teens, Flames getting the top 10. And if it's one in the teens, one of the 20s, I believe that the one in the 20s is going to go to Montreal. And Florida should be pretty good. We'll see. But still, first first. And it's three years out and crazy shit happens in this league. A lot of people thought this was a very good close to contention Flames team. They're probably going to pick 16th this year in the draft. Well, and 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 you are stuck going into next year going well, they're over the cap. Who's coaching? They're over the cap. There's a lot of complaints about the coaching. Who's GM? Terms up at the end. His contract's up at the end of July. June, excuse me. Is this team any good? They don't look like it to me. Is it because they can't uh, right? Is it's so hard because I look at what going from Joel Quenville's system to Paul Maurice as done for what Florida looks like. And I understand there's personnel changes there too. And that, you know, there's a coach in the middle there that worked with Joel Quenville's um, 
structure. And we see what happened in Winnipeg. And I know they've had a real tough last two months, but it changed there. And, and it doesn't mean to be a pick on Paul Maurice. That just happens to be two examples he's in on. But I think there has to be a large group of coaches that could get more from some of the guys that have had tough years. And whether that's understanding a workload with Markstrom, because I think they've mismanaged that in the last couple of weeks. He's now been in 17 of the last 18 games. And how does he look? Tired? Looks tired. Me. Yes, exhausted would be. Yeah, and I mean, I know there's a large goaltending department for the Flames. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they had been saying 17 out of 18 is not going to give you peak Markstrom. And, and you need him tomorrow, by the way. Well, if you've been watching for the last three games, early goals. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Goals against, and uh, it's time to rest. You recognize it on Sunday against Anaheim that he needs rest, but not today. You shouldn't have, you could have given him a full day off today. You could have. Some duster come up for practice at morning skate. Ladar play. Markstrom, put on a suit. You're good. We need you in Winnipeg. Go early. Like you said, get him a hotel room tonight there. Fuck. Be there watching. He doesn't have to get at 2 a.m. Like that, there's this obsession with my number one is my number one. My horses are my horses. But it ignores the point that your third game in four nights is the toughest situation you can put a hockey team in. And it's their fourth and sixth if you back it up. You might need your goalie to steal that game. Yes, that game because your guys are running out of gas. Yeah. And so you're going to put a tired goalie in that's been bad three games in a row in tomorrow in Winnipeg, even if you'd escape this thing with a win. What happens if they win? Well, they win tomorrow. It's back into, well, they're close (laughs) and they need a little help and they do have one left with Nashville. You know who's going to be the fucking knights in shining armor if the Flames somehow back their asses into a playoff spot here? It's the Wild and the Avalanche. Those two teams are the last two teams on both the Jets' schedule and Nashville's schedule. And if those teams want to go 4-0, and that's a big four points not earned by either team. But what is your true expectation really, for tomorrow? Like, well, so, watching tonight, and you're going, they look no, flat, they're dead, they're tired, I they're mean, grump, Like it's a, it's a horrible effort, and you didn't get any rest for anyone that you need tomorrow. They're not going to go to Pelche or Ruzichka tomorrow. You're going to play Tanev in a back-to-back after missing three, four weeks? Uh, and, and you didn't have that injection of energy and care from a guy like Pelche, who you know will play like his hair's on fire the next game he gets in. 
And I'm not saying Coronado, I get it. The kids never played a professional game. That's a lot. But what I am saying is you've got hungry players in the rafters and you didn't use them. And you got a backup that people really like, and it hasn't been the best year for them, but your starter looked tired and you didn't use them. Well, there's, it, there's just, there's, there's too much to go around almost. It doesn't, you can yeah, point and so, fingers all across. And, and people in the comments are, the media is blaming Sutter. Well, listen, we just shit on the players. We just said the GM's got issues. We said the owner's a problem. I am blaming Sutter. We said Sutter. the coach is a problem. Play, who would, There's blood on everyone's hands what here. What coach is playing the fourth line in a must win down two in the third period? Like, I'm sorry. It's not as simple as the media's blaming one guy. There are shortcomings all over this organization right now. Owner all the way down to players coach in between GM's got to wear some as well. For sure. I'm sorry. It, no, no one here is blaming one guy, Manjapani but if you're telling should have me 25, if not- you're telling me Sutter's done a good job this year, I got some fucking beach property in Saskatchewan to say ocean view. Like it's bullshit. Don't buy that. No, he's had no. an awful year when after five, seven games into the season, they lose their second game. They're five and two. Marshall misplays a puck on the end glass and Sutter throws the lines in the blender. He leaves Milan Lucic on a second line for six weeks. He brings Pelche up and lets him rot. Won't even tell to, him to, when to, to bring his family to watch in. Aerates him in a press conference. I mean, you're telling me Sutter's done a good job here? I'm not saying he's the only one. You've got There's guys shitload, bitching about he's him. He's been a big fucking problem. <laughs> you guys got complaining about him. Yes. They won't come out publicly and say it directly into the media. But you, what have you heard? Things aren't good down at That's the dump. That's all we've heard. Oh, guys Basically aren't happy with Daryl. Uh, Mid-October. And look, there's there's a lot of issues everywhere. But Stop the puck, Mark. But, but do you know what Matthew Phillips is at the NHL level? No. it's. Did, did you know what Yusuf Mal- Valimaki could do post, you know, yeah, remaking not. his knee? Did he get enough runway here? Get him out of here. He's no good. Why? No. Well, because he's not going to play. What, did you know here? what Connor Mackey could be at the NHL level? Like these are all coaches' decisions. The GM don't make the lineup. If, if Matthewville's may not be a good NHL, or he may be a great AHL player, and maybe he goes to Europe and he's a phenomenal hockey player, this might not be the league for him. But the Flames don't know that. You give him two games, he averaged 11 minutes, hit a post, played with energy, added speed to this lineup. All the things they were missing, he brought them for two games. And Daryl said, "Yeah, I'm done. I'm good. I don't, like I'm not playing him anymore. You may as well put him back in the A." Coach is a big part of this. And again, sometimes it's not fair because players can be shitty and they stay. You can't end a contract. There's a cap. Buyouts are punitive. You can fire a coach anytime and he's gone. They can't fire this 23-man roster. I don't you know can't can change the coach. Change. I mean, there's a few things you can do. But uh, like, if you think you're going to sell Huberto to somebody right now, it ain't happening. No, you don't pay ten and a half million all signing bonuses buyout proof for eight years for a guy with fifty points. You don't do it. No one does. <laughs> so what you need is someone that can work with them and get more out of them. And if maybe if you get to an eighty point guy, you could eat two or three million and move them. But 80, I'm sorry, you're keeping them and it's fine. Yes, or you live with them, but you don't have that option as long as this coach is here. Those two aren't seeing eye to eye. No. So there's no joy in Mudville. That's here we the are. Problem. And look, the, the, the sad thing was, is that all these issues have been here for a while. And we've talked about them for two, three months. All they had to do is beat the last place team tonight. And those issues, you know, they're yeah, not gone, but we're not having this conversation getting over the hurdle. And it's like, look, we're not perfect. We have flaws, but we found a way to get in and it's a crazy tournament and anything can happen. It's going to be real tough to say that now because you lost to 
let's think about it in the last three weeks, Arizona, Anaheim at home, and this fucking team here in 32nd. You're old, you're old two and one against the Chicago Blackhawks. That right there. Six points. You should have five. If you really want to say, okay, there's a whoopsies here or there. We need five. They got one. And if that's That's what what you're going to miss by. And that's, that's what you deserve. That's what you deserve. They've earned it. And you earn where you end up. And that's why this game felt so scary. That's why Sunday the fans were fucking freaking out because they've seen this script so many damn times this year. And it's what the funny thing is, there's none in the first half of the season. They had a real tough schedule. They lost to good teams. We didn't think Jersey was any good. They lost twice to Jersey in a week. Jersey's fucking good. Jersey's real good. Jersey can start all my fun year. to watch. And then the second half of the year comes, and I, I I think about okay, they have that run of divisional play around Christmas. They go five, one, and one in seven games. Big break, new year. Off we go on the road. Lose to Chicago in overtime. You and I did afterburner. That was one of our first ones. Pathetic effort. Not good. 3-1 lead in St. Louis in the third period. Blow it, losing yep. overtime. Gross. Um, you're on a, the road trip. You you pull a couple wins out after that. Only to lose in Nashville the next night. That was tough. Not that that's a bad the, team. The, the list they lose to long. Chicago two weeks later. They lose to Detroit in Detroit 2-1. They lose a week later to Detroit 5-2 at home ice. Miserable fucking effort. They lose to Philly at home because a no-name goalie outplayed your guy. February, you couldn't get a save for your life. They lose to Arizona. They lose to... Did you say Columbus was her? Columbus uh, was earlier in the year, yeah. but most that's the only one in the first half of the year. They lose to Anaheim at home 5-1 after those two wins in 28 hours on the road. Dallas, Minnesota, travel in the middle. They come home, shit their pants against Anaheim at home. You lose to Arizona, you lose here. It is so bad how many points they've left on the table against the worst five teams in the league. Then that's the thing. If, you are, if, if, if you're at the same point total, and your record against all the top teams is worse, but you've beat all the bottom teams. No, you are. You're you are. probably not. You, you still are what you are, but you're probably not as frustrated. No, because you just say, look, we're beating the teams we should beat, and these teams are just better than us. The yeah. problem with this team is that they beat Tampa. Dallas. They, they played Boston tough at home. You know, they've got some big wins against Dallas and Minnesota this year. And then the layups. It's the, we made the analogy on Barnburn or on afterburner when we were at the Grego one night, it's like hitting 15 footers all day on the golf course and missing two foot putts. Yeah. How the fuck can you do this to yourself? How do you have it? We looked at it about two, three weeks ago, their record against the top 10 teams in the league or the top five or six was the exact same as the bottom five or six, if not better. (laughs) And they add to that tonight. Like how do you beat LA last week? One of the best teams in the league since Hot. the start. Won twelve in a row, or twelve, and then lose to, to Chicago, who's lost eight in a row coming in. Yeah, but March fourteenth or something was the last victory. It was or- eight in a row, and it was worse than eight in a row. I have it written down here. It was uh, eleven of thirteen games they'd lost. They were outscored 37-13 in their last eight games. They're the lowest scoring team in the NHL, and they scored four, five, and four against the Flames this year. They averaged under two and a half goals a game. Cheers. Third <laughs> door, cheers. Yeah, that's uh, that's in the mood, hey? Oof. Cheers, Chicago. I'm done yelling at. All right, so that's it's a vent session, and look, this is this is absolutely what I'm seeing in the comments coming in from Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. Um, there's there's more than one problem here. We all acknowledge that. We're not saying there's one scapegoat. But again, it's if you, if, oh, well, just trade this guy, fire that guy, don't <laughs> renew this guy's contract, move this guy for a first, and then uh, the owner's got to go to, like, sorry, 
you could probably only pick one or two of those things to do. There's a lot of problems when it's this team with these expectations misses by the margin. That's going to be so like razor thin. If it goes like we, the probability suggest it will. And you look at all those points you left on the table. It's frustrating. So let's get uh, our cheers. Of the games for BK Beaufort liquor. Mandy will be frustrated. He was at the game tonight. Well, I feel bad for Mandy. Well, I feel bad for a lot of these fans. This is an, an off season where people were very excited and wanted to get behind this team. And every time you thought, there's the corner they've turned. It's a miserable loss to a bottom dweller. Whether that was, no, it's it, they're going to rally around that Truba head hunting and they're fighting and sticking up for each other. And no, Rasmus Anderson got hit on a scooter. They're going to rally around him missing. And oh, Markstrom had his baby. They're going to rally around Markstrom playing better in net. And oh, you know, they finally got a third period comeback. They're going to rally around. They lost the third second place team again. In a flat effort. Yeah. Yeah. With just mistake riddled not like the hockey gods hated you and everything was lucky you, you, you did it to yourself against the worst team in the league again yeah cheers to the game bk beaufort liquor sorry man deep is there and i got on the tangent yeah. uh he's gonna treat you better than being a fan of this team this year he's not messing around with his pricing what you see on the price tag includes all your taxes any deposit what you see is what you get Go in there, say hello. He's a pal of ours, across from Windsport. On your way up to the mountain, stop by, grab a bottle, maybe a nice glass of wine, not a glass, bottle of wine, craft beer. If you uh, are into a special, unique kind of booze, odds are Mandeep's got it, BK Beaufort Liquor. Cheers to the game. I got one name written down. I know Here's who you're going to say. Who? He's a defenseman? No, but uh, okay. Tanev. Um, yeah. There's some heart, comes in. Has a hit, been oh, out for a while. A hit. I mean, it's his second or third shift of the game or something at yep. that point, and he absolutely lines up and clobbers a large human. What, Dickinson? Yeah. Oh, and it's like, you know he's been dealing with well, a you, lot of issues. It's just a clear a indication time. of hit, what his commitment is. A complete here disregard to... for what's going to happen to my body. This is what my team needs me to do. I'm doing it. It was like when he's in New York in that Truba fight game. Someone drills Truba or whatever. Truba drills someone. Truba drills someone. And Tanner just goes and fights. And you're like, dude, you just nearly had your shoulder <laughs> ripped out of your arm. Like, don't fight him. He'll do anything. And like, that is a warrior lead by example type. So I, I don't mind that as a cheers from you. Number eight, Chris Tanner. I'm going to go with Tyler Toffoli. I mean, there's not a lot of guys that you can set your watch to in terms of work ethic, dependability. It's been a very up and down year for a lot of Flames players. Um, he's been steady Eddie all year. He's hit, I think, a league leading 13 posts or something hilarious. He has 34 goals. It's been a phenomenal year for him. He's got one year left on his deal. I mean, if you knew you had a plan to tear down, rebuild, there's a, there's a haul for Tyler Toffoli at that number with the cap only going up a million or so. You tell me I can get a 35-goal guy for less than $5 million? Here's a bunch of firsts. <laughs> Think about what Tampa gave up, get, up. Think about what Tampa gave up to get Tanner Janot. First, second, third, fourth, fifth. Think about what Tampa gave up to get Brandon Hagel. Two firsts, two prospects. Radish and Kachuk, who you saw tonight. What the fuck does Tyler Toffoli get you? Well, Four and a quarter do, for I mean, a 35 goal guy? I love him, but I hope they almost do it. it, it and again, it, with, with a certain long-term plan, that's a really, really good piece of asset management. You picked him up for a first. You got rid of some bad money. A fifth was in there as well. He joined you for two years. He's got a career Performed. year. You can sell high on him. And uh, you can also talk extension. Those conversations will be interesting in the summer. So that's your nod, uh, Tanev, minus to Foley. And uh, it's a short list after that. I'm sorry. There's no list. 
There's too many mistakes. There's too much. Where's your give a fuck meter? Yeah. You know, and, and I don't, that sounds, sometimes that's a little harsh. Like I think they wanted to win and they wanted to try. They just didn't outwork the Hawks who were playing for nothing. And you should be able to do that with your season on the line. Well, you should just go out at the start of the game and take it away from them. You should, you're better than they are. Well, you're supposed to be better than they are. And you, you didn't put your, your stamp on this ever. Yeah. Never, ever once did you go out and just... And even the Anaheim game, I know they won it. They didn't put their stamp on that either. Nope. Nope. Vancouver, I give a little more credit because yes. I thought they worked their tails off and that was a game they were engaged and I thought they set the tone after falling down to nothing. They really dictated. I'm to the point the where these... Two, I, like, I question whether these... If they're in shape. It because, looked like a team that was out of out of gas and not in shape. And... and whether Maybe. it's out of shape or just fatigue from a long season, I don't know, or pressure or whatever. They weren't playing fast. They weren't playing hard. They weren't playing aggressive. It was oh, it was it was monotone hockey. It was very oh hum, get the puck. There was no explosiveness anywhere. Uh okay. So there's our cheers of the game for BK Beaufort Liquor. Not that there was no explosive anywhere. That would be like the pour it out of the game, but the the cheers. Foley and Tanev. Cheers to the game goes to Princey for listening to this. Lowell, what? I mean, is it, is it painful? Oh. This is a venting session. Lie down on the couch. Talk about your feelings. <laughs> get it out. Don't do this. You, you got to get it out before you go to bed. Don't do this at BK before liquor. Don't lie down on the ground and talk about your problems. Like, go in there, get what you need, say hi to Mandeep, get out. This this is your therapy session here. We're venting too. Right? Oof. I did. I'm, I almost fatigued myself. You're like the flames. Yeah, are you out of shape? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> do, do you need a coaching change? Eastern times. Oh, boy. Uh, buy it or sell it, we do for Derek Newman of the Newman Deans Real Estate Team oh, boy. with CIR Realty. I got a good one for you tonight. Uh, Derek's a gem. We'll hear a little bit on Barnburner about uh, him tomorrow as he's got maybe a little something to do with our master's pool that we launched. I encourage you to check that out. Check the social streams. It's free. Lots of great prizing. If you're in the market to sell your home or hey look maybe new family need a house it's too small we need we got to get bigger we need another room need another washroom right got another kid coming talk to derek he knows what he's doing he's a great guy you got a friend in the real estate market derek newman of newman dean's real estate group you can see the phone number on your screen and the email address again d newman at c-i-r-realty.ca buy it or sell it i make a statement you buy it you like it you sell it you know nah, nah, nah. this was the worst loss of the Calgary Flames season. 4-3 to Chicago at home tonight. I'm buying because it was the most important and the flattest and the weakest against the 32nd place team. The other, you know, they've lost to Chicago before. The Columbus, you listed all the losses. They weren't in a must-win scenario in those games. Mm -hmm. This was an absolute win. Give your chance to go into Winnipeg and be in a playoff spot coming home. Mm -hmm. And you absolutely soiled yourself if this was a chance to show how much they want to be in the playoffs yeah, they're vacation booked i'm buying it was the worst i put it out there because i believe it too there have maybe been 60 minute efforts that have been worse there's maybe been nights where there's been worse this or lesser that or blown opportunities here or undisciplined that but none of them had the stakes of this game and none of them 
came at a time that was so incredibly crucial. All those came, whether, don't worry, we'll play again in a couple of days, we'll write this wrong. They're out of time to write wrongs. Yeah, and they're going into Winnipeg. They're two back of Winnipeg. Winnipeg now has a game in hand. Winnipeg wins that game. They well, are and four the, up. And they have the tie breaks. And they have the tie breaks. So essentially, they're, they're three up with a game in hand. You have four games left. Tough. Ouch. And again, Winnipeg, if you'd beaten them, if you'd won against Chicago tonight, you close your season with seven straight non-playoff teams. Instead, that's a tough loss tonight. They do not get to a five-game winning streak. Uh, this was their chance tonight. I had four in a row for the first time after Sunday's win in Anaheim. So that's your buy it or sell it. Let's see. Uh, here's some thoughts on the comments coming from YouTube and elsewhere. Uh, 5-1 in January was pretty bad. It was. They came home. That was awful. Uh, but again, when you lose in January, well, let's just have a good February, guys. Yeah, you've got <laughs> there's, there's not a lot of uh, games in April, and uh, this is not a good April game. There, there's not runway to make up for this mistake. The, the context of this game and the you win tonight. magnitude is you're, huge. You're, oh, yeah. And you're on top of the world. Even if it's that ugly game, but they find a way to tie it late, like, God, it would just be like, ugh, I hate the way they're playing, but style points be damned. All they got to do now is play well for four games. Flush all the issues, play well for four. This just absolutely takes them out the knees. Duh. You're going to have a better experience dealing with Derek Newman than you are with the tonight's game. <laughs> going to guarantee that right now. Uh, we told you the email address. Here's the phone number as well, 403 Six one. There you go. Derek Newman and the Newman Deans Real Estate Group with CIR Realtor. Any other comments we want to hit here? Barb didn't look happy tonight behind Sutter. That's the super fan. Yep. Uh, I think Grumpy Flames Lady was an alias on Twitter. That's not actually her. That's really mean. Uh, but that's we all know what who she is now. Well, I, you know, I, I never like what do they call it? The Bronx cheer. Yeah, they got Marshall got one after that fourth goal. They yep. needed a save. I, I, I don't know. He's played pretty hard lately. He's played and really I hard. Don't I know never, I never question that guy's work. No, he wants it, but you gotta know him better than Daryl is pretending he knows him. This is a guy that we looked for the last three games. Said, God, he looks tired. Like they survived Let his rough outing in Vancouver. They, you know, he puts him way behind the eight ball against Anaheim. They changed the goalie. Well, isn't Fladar going to be ultra pumped to be playing in a game that's important and hasn't played for a long time hardly? And like you don't have has, anyone in this chat. How many more me? games am I going to get this year? I better make a statement. Well, now it's time. It's almost time to talk about Dustin Wolf playing games because that's Put him in it's, tomorrow. what happens if they lose tomorrow. What uh markstrom's furthest thing from the problem as it gets well look his play has been a problem but i don't Early worry games. about him not trying or saying oh geez you know he i don't know that he wants to win he does he cares a lot but again he's looking at like an 888 season here That's sub 890 that, well, and, 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 and from it, last year oh it's nine shutouts last year he was a vesna runner-up last year uh I understand that he's not undermining the group. He's always oh, lazy. He's not trying. None of those things are true, but it's a fucking awful year for him. I'm yeah. sorry. It is like how many one goal games have they lost the most in the league? Where does their goaltending rank really poorly? <laughs> like if he's a little better, the standings look way different. And that's not saying that it's all on him. Just like we're not saying it's all on Sutter and it's not all on Huberto. 
uh, it's just another thing that gone that went sideways this year. They are, will finish the season with probably bottom 10 five on five save percentage. That's tough. It's no good. It's yeah. good at all, huh? It, it's you said it earlier though. It's the blame can you can go around the room. Yep. Aside from who? To Foley. I think Anderson's had a really good year. Weger has bounced back. But a tough first third of the year, yeah. the first half for sure. I've really liked Backlund. I didn't think tonight was his best game at all. Didn't notice him enough. Uh, and he had the chance early and just missed the net. Uh, Zadorov had the hot start, but God, we're riding the roller coaster a lot this year. Him in top four, it's just your blood pressure's through the roof. A lot of guys had There's tough a years. A lot of people not happy on this uh, chat group, eh? Well, what's the chat group? Is it uh, well, just the Rats homies, YouTube's, and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, Flames have the worst save percentage since the All Star break. They both suck. They they both were awful in February. I don't think we can throw out the March stretch from Markstrom. And I understand there's a couple bad ones in there, eight two to LA, um, but he he won you some games. You couldn't have said that in the first he, four months of the season. He won you a game in Minnesota. He absolutely won you that game against LA last week. He's competed his ass off. He's been better than the goal at the other end more often where for the first four months, it almost never happened. It was like you had to survive Mark Sherman win. He was never going to be better than the other guy, even if it was <laughs> Magnus Helberg at the other end or some <laughs> name you never heard of. There were a few of those. There's about eight of them. Jackson Stauber, Magnus Helberg. Oh, Dustin Tukarski, I feel like. There's a lot. Tough, man. Here's So here's where we're at. Calgary Flames have four games left. Winnipeg tomorrow in Winnipeg. Saturday again in Vancouver. Second Saturday in a row in Vancouver. I'm not convinced on that one. Come home, Nashville next Monday, and they close the season Wednesday against the Sharks. Now, Nashville could be out of it by then, but again, one in Vegas tonight. That makes amends for the loss in Dallas last night. That's a really tough back-to-back. So, I don't know. Nashville's probably playing for something still there. Winnipeg looks like this. They haven't played since Sunday. They're waiting at home for Calgary, who comes in on the second half of a back-to-back. Then they get Nashville at home. San Jose wraps a five-game homestand. They're 2-0 to start it so far. And then they close out at Minnesota, at Colorado. They have one more game left in the Flames, and they're up by two, but essentially three because they're on the tiebreaker. Yeah, that's, that, that's as big a kicker as anything. The Calgary Flames, if they run the table, can get to 95 points. For the Winnipeg Jets to get to 95, where they would hold a tie break, they need six points in five games. So that would be three wins. Just over five. That would be two wins and a couple overtimes. Uh, well, and all these three wins out of five games. And That's, it. The, 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 That's it. The scary part is they're sitting at home feeling good after two big yeah. wins at home and a Flames team that looks exhausted. And... We kept saying it down the stretch here. It's been a rough two months for the Jets, but when you look at the full body of work, it's been a much better season than the Flames. They got had. way more wins. Yeah. Way more. They and, were in and first place for a long led time. Led their division. I understand they've had tough times, but they've they've uh, put Shifley on the wing. They've got Nemestikov centering Wheeler and another, I think, with Shifley. Euler's has been elevated. Uh, his minutes are way down. And I, I look... I'm not saying they're great, but I think they've righted some wrongs there with 12 goals in their last two games after that loss to San Jose. They'd be a good Devils team they're when they sitting had at home, Sunday. ready to go. And we'll have afterburner tomorrow night after that game as well. <laughs> That'll be fun. Will it? <laughs> That's, that might be uh, BYOB afterburner. Yeah. 
Maybe we'll get Mandy, but instead of the cheers of the game, we'll have the cheers during afterburner. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you win, you can squint, but it, the math just hates you. We'll Never break, mind not winning. Oof. We'll break it down tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for your efforts tonight. You were very strong. I, I, I've exhausted you. We're at 53 minutes. That's almost a non-cur record <laughs> for afterburner. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I see a lot of comments. This is a frustrating time for Flames fans. No doubt about it's it. It's not your fault, fans. Not your fault. It's not your fault. How did Betway Bets do New York? Oh, the... I can't even remember what we had. Yeah, I do. Weaker, did he get a point? Wasn't our night. No. Wasn't the Flames night either. Thanks for joining us on this night. Lots to talk about and uh, unpack tomorrow on Barn Burner. You can catch us live on YouTube. Yeah, it was around 1040, right till 1230. And of course, anywhere you get podcasts, the audio version will be up there shortly after the conclusion of the program. Thanks for watching. Thanks to our sponsors, Derek Newman of Newman Dean's Realty with CAR Realty. And also BK Beaufort Liquor, our good pal Mandeep and his family with that great local run business. Thanks for watching. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 